Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yo, yo, guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of the show, you know, as Home of Melan- Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. It is Get the Belt, and I'm your host, Miles Hart. Thank you for tuning in this week. How is everyone? I hope everyone is good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, no James Brown yeah, but I am feeling really good. I'm feeling really grateful. I'm feeling really just content like i'm feeling really 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 content that doesn't mean everything is perfect far from nothing is ever fucking perfect in my life um but nothing ever is perfect in this world but i'm feeling good and i hope everyone else is too let's crack on with the show because i don't want this episode to be too 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 long uh and let's hit it off straight away with word of the week Ooh, I hope you guys are ready for this. So the word of the week this week is don't let gratitude make you asinine. Okay, don't make gratitude make you asinine. That means don't have grat- don't have your gratitude practices and your feelings of gratefulness make you start acting like an idiot yeah let's not do that one let's not do that one because with all of the mantras and with all of the daily affirmations and the journaling and the feeling and manifesting of being grateful and being somewhere where you feel appreciated and feeling feeling like you're somewhere where you truly belong and where you can truly flourish be that a relationship um, be it a family relationship I don't know Maybe you ain't spoken to your mama or your daddy for a long time And it's all starting to go well And now you're really grateful and you're blessed And you're feeling good that you're there But then they start asking things of you And you start acting mad Or you start forgetting your boundaries Yeah start. You're not focusing on yourself You get a promotion at work You're feeling blessed to be there You get an offer for this and for that And you feel grateful And it's gratitude and ra-ta-ta-ta-ta And then you, you're asking for silly prices Because you feel, you feel shook Because uh, you're so grateful to be there You don't want to you know, raise the bar and actually say what your value is or you've got into a, I don't know, a new relationship and you're grateful because you've had a crush on this nigga for the past 10 years and now he's your man and all of a sudden he's asking you to do threesomes and you don't want to be about it. But you all of a sudden got two dicks in your mouth. Let's not have gratitude making us asinine, yeah? We don't want to be foolish. Our name is not Ashanti. We're not being foolish in these streets alongside gratitude, you really, like, if you've got gratitude in your right hand, yeah, and you're clenching it with, with, with all of your might, please don't forget your boundaries and your self-worth in your left hand and grip that just as tight. Wow. Wow. Because we can be warning things and striving for things. It can even be a something like, let me keep it to me, like a body. Like you wanted to drop a certain amount of weight or weight, sorry, or you wanted to lift a certain amount or squat a certain amount or, you know, fit into a size X, Y, Z for whatever healthy reason, please, you have. 
once you get to that stage and you're fitting in what you want to fit in or you're lifting this weight or, you know, you've lost X amount of pounds, you're grateful, right? You're grateful. Are you now going to be ordering up Domino's pizza and acting mad and acting acting like a, like a dickhead? Are, you, are, we, are we going to start moving mad now? No. No, because more than likely, you're going to end up back at square one. Yeah. And and then you'll feel even worse. The the feeling will even be worse because you had it and then you lost it. Or if you're if you've getting if you're getting like offers for jobs and you're not saying what the price is, and now you're grateful to be on set or on whatever job you've booked here, yeah, but you're getting paid peanuts, and now you're mad because the cost of living and you can't put on the heating, even though you're grateful to be at the job. I'm gonna pay you correctly. Don't forget your self worth. Don't forget your boundaries. I really believe that, you know, in the society we live in, especially in my industry, especially, especially my industry, the theater industry, the performing arts. I've heard motherfucking bitches say, oh, if anything is wrong, you know, and shit goes tits up in a show, like I will just do extra work and I don't even expect to get paid. <laughs> you see, you see what that person did? They was gripping with the right hand onto the gratitude. But the values on the left, I was Madeline McCann. It was gone. It was gone. So please, the word of the week this week is don't let gratitude make you anine. Let's not do that. Be grateful. Gratitude is such a, a, a healthy and prolific practice in day-to-day -day life if you want to be happy. People so much and so often and so frequently place their happiness at the end of a journey, not realizing, um, you know, that the journey generally lasts a lot longer than the end. You get to the end and the end is instant and then it's done. And obviously, if you're placing happiness at the end of that, your happiness will be done quite quick, too. Wow. How many words am I going to give? It's meant to only be one because that was also a word. Hundred <sighs> Yeah. So in this week, I want you to all continue to all continue being grateful and practicing gratitude. But please, please let us not forget our self-worth. Let's not cloud our judgments. Let's not forget our boundaries. Let's let's remember both the left hand and, and, and the right hand. Yeah. With the right hand holding on to gratitude and the left hand holding so firmly I was holding so firmly the images in my dirty head, holding and squeezing so tightly, so tightly onto your self-worth, your value, your boundaries and everything else. Yeah, that is this week's word of the week. Let me know how it resonated with you via Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Uh, yeah, I hope that serves you guys well because it's something that I definitely need to remember this week. Jesus. Well, hopefully this week's episode has actually been released on a Wednesday. Jesus on the main line. Um, and if it has, well done me. I'm going to be celebrating somehow. I'll leave that up to your imagination. Uh, how has my week been? I love this section of the podcast, especially when there's like no one here to ask me that because it's the one time in the week where I actually have to sit and think, how is my week going? Like, obviously, I have therapy. I've told you about my therapist, Brenda. She's a baby girl. I love her. She, <laughs> she's so sweet. Um, even though she'd be getting me together sometimes, but that's not what we're talking about. Obviously, I speak about how my week is going when I'm in therapy. Um, there's generally things I want to actually discuss, but often when recording the podcast obviously I'm in like work mode we're recording and then this question comes up and even though I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years now and I know we've I've got this segment where I have this little check-in with either myself and the guest and when it's just me obviously it's a time where I almost every single week get surprised and go oh how is my week going and it feels nice to just have the time to check in with me and like midweek or at the beginning of the week when I'm recording this I'm recording this on Monday um just have that little check in with myself and I I really urge it's going to be weird and it's it's weird for me too because I'm sat here in you know in the studio by myself asking how my week went and it's it's a bit weird but I mean I've been doing it for a while now so ask yourself how your week is going 
like ask yourself and have a think about it. But anyway, let me not talk for for fucking ages. Um, my week is obviously it's Monday, like I said. So it started off good, you know. It started off really good. There are things that are happening in my life which I'm grateful for, and I'm like in the word of the week, I'm holding on to that great gratitude with my right with my right hand, and I'm also also really trying. I struggled like last week, which is why I made this the word of the week. Uh, this week, but I did struggle last week with holding on to, you know, uh, not necessarily my self-value, but like just me, <laughs> me and remembering myself. And I feel like this week I've really stepped into that and I'm taking the word of the week, like from Monday, from from early fam, I'm applying that. And I was able to, you know, be in a space which I feel I deserve to be in and I'm so grateful to be in. But I'm also like, okay, I need to do this and do that and do this. And I'm been I'm able to do it. And I have been doing it, which feels great because then when I finish doing X, Y, and Z and I step back into the space that, you know, I'm so grateful to be in, I feel even better because I'm like, oh yeah, like not only do I like this, but I also went and just did X, Y, and Z and I'm back in this space and I feel even bossier. And that's probably radiating. So the space that I'm gra- grateful to be in all of the people are going to be thinking, oh, yeah, like he's got an energy. He's got like a vibe to him. And that's because I'm not just out here being grateful and just that's it. Like I've got other shit going on, too. And I'm recognizing other things, too. And I'm stepping in other things, too, bitch. But I'm still grateful to be here, though. Very grateful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm getting I'm getting things done. I did miss a meeting this morning due to crazy shit. I had a bit of a mad weekend. Over the weekend, I actually went to Bristol um, on a Saturday as on the 7th. I think that is this Wednesday, actually. Yeah. Is my nan's should have been 84th birthday. Is it? Lies. 85th. Wait a minute. Let me do the math. 83. That was last year so yeah 84th it should be her 84th birthday and the family that had arranged for us to go to the plot of land where she is you know pay respects have a little chat to her maybe a little dance a little sing tell stories whatever and then go to um, a pub down the road where they sell like food it's cute in the country that was a bit of a sham got there no no one's answering their phones no one was communicating i forgot where to go because uh, it was out in the country and the only postcard I had for it took me like out to the country but not the right part of the country and then had to try and get more information it was it was a bit all crazy I ended up getting there spent about 50 60 pounds to get there from the station even though my train to and from London to Bristol was only 40 um and then ended up like not going sorry I'm moving away from the mic because I've just realized there's a hole in my fucking trousers and I'm fuming anyway Ended up not going to the pub for the food because I just thought I just want to go home to London. I've seen Nan. I've had a moment with Nan by myself. We're all cute. I'll give everyone my love when I see them next. Um, had a cute little catch up with my cousin before and then went home and ended up watching Matilda. And Matilda was good. I might even speak. I'll speak about that in Miles Measures. But basically, Matilda was good. I enjoyed it um, a lot. Um else what else i know i've got another meeting this week with diesel which i'm really really excited about but i actually need to remember when that was jesus on the main line um but no it's good i'm just i'm just good there's no drama to report other than people that were trying me on tiktok fyi this week i did put um i well not this week a few weeks ago i think when this uh when get the belt came back so three weeks ago i made an account on tiktok for get the bell um i'm still new to twitter if anyone wants to help out with socials please let me know because i don't i'm I mean, i'm not good though and i don't have the time to do it all so actually yeah holler us contact at getthebeltpod.com if, if if you're interested in working with the show um but yeah i made a tiktok account and like earlier this week i put some comments uh, not comments i put some videos up there which is cute I want to mention that in the Get the Belt section later because some of the responses were a bit mad. But I love what I do and the fact that I'm getting a bit of homophobia out there just, you know, it really just eggs me on to, to go harder and talk about sucking dick a bit more. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but otherwise, good. Back to training, back in the theatre, back on the mic. Everything seems to be going well. I'm really trying to, you know, save because December, as we all know it, it can be extortionate, honey. With the cost of living, being in London, it's just all a lot. But otherwise, my week has started off good. On the right foot, applying the whole word of the week this week. But yeah, it's been good. Um... I might have a very special guest next week, which I'm really excited about, but I'm not going to speak too much about that. Just keep your eyes peeled and you will soon see. Uh, let's get straight into the next segment, which is Melanin Magnificence. My Melanin Magnificence this week goes to the UK charity founder, Ngozi Fulani, who uh, last week I gave the belt to um, the lady Hussey, what's her name? <sighs> Suzanne Hussey for perpetuating a racist rhetoric in her line of intense and aggressive questioning, uh, where she basically didn't believe where she was from and interrogated and antagonized and berated Ngozi until, well, Ngozi didn't even say where she was from. She just said her parents came in the 50s. This racist lady put two and two together, came up with Wagga Wagga and said, oh, so you're Caribbean, of which she she said, you know, actually, I'm, I'm not. Um, since this Since this woman has bravely come out and spoken about the racism that she experienced in the Buckingham in Buckingham Palace for an event which was actually meant to celebrate her work that her charity does for women black women that have been subject to domestic violence uh, instead she ended up getting berated herself and was left literally traumatized um has now undergone a whole hate campaign a witch hunt a smear campaign of which everyone a part of this wild community are uh, now trying to tarnish her name, disregard all of the good that she has done, the reason why she was invited to the palace in the first place. And she's undergoing more racist comments by not just bl white people, but black people as well. I saw some ugly looking lady on uh, GB or I can't remember the program I saw on Twitter where she was not only insulting Ngozi, about her about regarding her appearance and the wig she was wearing or whatnot, um, but just c calling her all kinds of hypocrite and attention seeker. All Ngozi did is speak out about the line of question that she faced. Yes, it might not have been recorded, but I why, why would she lie? And again, all of these people coming from Ngozi are even saying, oh, everyone gets asked who they're, where they're from. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Yes, and in the wrong way, at inappropriate times and with a bad intent behind it. The first time that this lady asked, the first time Miss Hussey asked Ngozi, yeah, where are you from? And she gave the answer. It should have just been left there. Instead, there was the beration. There was the, ins there was the relentless questioning to get, to a, a destination that she wanted to get to. And because she didn't hear the right things, she kept on going and going and going. And in Ngozi's bravery in speaking out against this, which, which I'm so glad that she did, she's received a huge backlash across social media platforms on the news. And I just want to give her Melanie Magnificence for speaking out. Hopefully she's staying strong. I don't know her personally, but I have seen alongside, you know, idiotic posts on social media. I've seen many people speaking out in support. So I want to give Melanie Magnificence to Ngozi Fulani for not only speaking out, but for, say, for, for staying strong in this time. And she's continuing to make appearances to speak about it. It mustn't be easy. It mustn't be easy, but it's admirable and it's... It's so, I don't want to say respectable. I'm trying to find the word. It's motivational. It's motivational and it's inspiring to see someone speaking out against such a powerhouse, literally the, 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 at the top of the hierarchy in this whole country, speaking about, speaking out about something that she feels was wrong and that insulted her and it, it's something that many black and brown people 
have to face every single day, that microaggression, that casual, polite racism. I, I give her melan melanin magnificence for, yeah, for, for, for seeing this through, having the courage to speak about it in a society where she probably foresaw this backlash, but knew that it was the right thing to be done and knew that, you know, sometimes silence is just being complicit and it gets us as a, as a collective nowhere. And so, yeah, F Fulani, Miss Fulani, for all of not only your charity work that you've been doing, the reason that you were invited to that shithole in the first place, I commend you for that. But most importantly, in your bravery and your sense of community and your and your passion to make things better for not only yourself, but for everyone. I give you Melanin Magnificence for that because you didn't have to speak up about it. You could have gone there, collected your flowers, been celebrated, faced that 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 racism and and just kept it moving and really if it was just if you were only thinking about yourself that would have probably been the the easiest thing to do go there get the flowers get the recognition experience a bit of racism keep quiet about it and then just continue to go into the press to speak about all the good things that have happened no you decided you know this is wrong yes i've gone there to be respected i was then disrespected but I'm going to speak about this because mi millions of people get asked that in a derogative way, uh, in a way that would reinforce someone's own, you know, um, racist bias about that person. And you've, you've brought up more awareness and now many people are speaking about it. And I, can sh I know more white people will now be aware when they ask that kind of question and how they're going to do it. So thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, my Melanin Magnificence goes to you this week. So it's now time for Miles Measures. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This week, I quickly want to let you guys know about... Uh, Enter Galactic. I watched it last week. It's an anime on Netflix. It's uh, about black love. It's a black show with dope music. The imagery is fucking amazing. And the storyline is just about love. And you know me, I'm such a, I'm a romantic. I love, I love that shit. I love that shit. But it was so beautiful to see a cartoon where black people are depicted and going through day-to-day -day shit and dealing with relationships and <clears throat> the themes that it touched on communication vulnerability sex um the lot was just so relatable it was about um a guy i don't want to spoil i don't want to spoil it but it's about a guy fucking around with one one of his exes or something decides no it's not for me 
I just want to focus on me. We all have that. I just want to do me. I just want to do me. And in the doing him, he ends up meeting someone. And actually, it goes really well. Spanners get thrown in the works. Um, and I'll, I'll let you watch it. But the, the, the ending is gorgeous. The whole journey is beautiful. And once again, to see that on black people, especially in a cartoon, is something that I've not seen for a very, 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 well, very long time. I think the last kind of black cartoon I remember is either like Pride Family or fucking Boondocks. I then uh, was to find out that the whole thing was Kid Cudi's work. I think he, he released a new album. I didn't know this until after watching the film and I was obsessed with it and I cried and all them things. I loved the music and I didn't realise it was him and it turns out every single song in it is his and it's basically like his version of lemonade except for it's far more like literal he's literally turned it into a film rather than like a piece of art i mean it is a piece of art but like lemonade wasn't it didn't necessarily have a storyline as as you know blatant as this like there were characters etc um whereas this is what that is um and going back and listening to the album i was really like you know what normally this would have got a swift skip from me because it was all very you know, spacey, trippy, and I like to, it's not the kind of stuff I would normally listen to, but after watching the film and then going back and listening to the music, it just hits different. Um, the only thing I would say is I would have liked a little bit of LGBTQ, LMNOP representation in there. Um, that would have been cute. Even if it was just a token gay, something would have been nice because I did really f connect to it. It just would have been nice to see that. But we can't ask for it all. But then then again, no, we really actually can. So just, yeah, next time, put that in it. If there's an energy, enter Galactic 2. Let's add some gay niggas and, and some lesbian bitches, please. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to let you guys know about that because I felt like I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I feel like listeners of the show would really enjoy it as well. If you've not seen it already, I feel like I'm always late on these kind of things there. But um, what else is happening in this here world, honey? Right, Balenciaga. I was actually meant to speak about this last week. Whew. And I was going to give them the belt, but Suzanne Hussey needed it a little piece more, I think. But yeah, I was meant to speak about this last week and I didn't. Right, obviously you guys know me. I love a brand and I also do love Balenciaga. I really do like their clothes. They look great on me, etc., etc. Very, very cute, very cute garments. However, obviously, we've all seen in the in social media that they had posted a campaign that featured bags, uh, like teddy bear bags that had BDSM, like bondage stuff all over them. And it was kids wearing them, young, young kids in spaces that had like, I think it was ripped up newspaper with like rape stuff on it or like child porn. And it was dark it was dark it was odd it was strange it was a bit sick and it was they were clearly going for shock factor but in the most distasteful way i was shocked by that like i know that balenciaga's fucking like their runway everything is everything's really gone to quite a dark place they're all moody and stuff and running and stomping up through mud get like is is very that this however i do feel was over the line it it definitely went over the line it was very odd it was very odd and it just wasn't needed and since then more stuff has come up uh and more tweets have resurfaced regarding uh it's balenciaga's like parent company the founders of that have got companies that sell like what was it i think like sex it was oh what was it they were selling selling something crazy i don't know whether it was it was oh it was like a sex toy but it was something a bit odd it wasn't like they just sold dildos because ain't nothing wrong with that like i'm all here for that but it was something once again linked to to kids it was all a bit wild i don't know whether this has all been confirmed but it's definitely things that are circulating and the heat is very much on balenciaga they have gone on and sued the set designer um 
if I think it's like 25 million or something like that. Um, the head of uh, Balenciaga spoke out and said, you know, this wasn't things to do with me, but I do also understand that I should have cross-checked X, Y, and Z um, before releasing this. I think it was checked and I think they did go ahead with it because I feel like they've got so big and this happens with people when they get big, they feel like they can just do whatever. And sometimes they lose track of reality and like right and wrongs and literally just become so desensitized to shit. They just think that anything is okay, but they forget that we live in a world where people are influenced very easily. And you need to be really be mindful of that, especially if you're not doing anything to help um, the whatever trigger you're using to get more money and more capital and to get attention whatever trigger you're using if you're not helping that issue using it to just get more money is just is of poor taste um however i'm now at a crossroads because me i am not and when i say i'm at a crossroads i disagree with it and i won't be spending any more money there for 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 a while girl for a long 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 time however comma Pre this fuckery, I have spent my coin in Balenciaga. So I'm also pissed that they've done this because they don't consider people like me that don't have Kardashian money, that can't just be up burning, you know, a thousand pound jackets. I can't be doing that, Gua. I can't be. I, I will not be burning my Balenciaga stuff in protest. Will I be spending my coin there? No. Will I be posting stuff about them at the moment? absolutely not but am i gonna burn them out no worst comes to worst me i'll sell it but the pieces are also cute the pieces are cute i won't be wearing it because this is all mad right now but i'm annoyed man not just at the kids that were left unvun like unprotected and i wouldn't even want to ask the what, the, what were the parents doing how did they okay this like surely they would have been on set Anyway, I will not be burning my things. I just want to let that be clear. I, I, I might put them on a little vintage, vintage, no, vintage to sell them. But I feel like people ain't even buying Balenciaga now and I can't burn them. So they will be going to the side in protest because that's all I can do right now. I can't burn it. I cannot afford this tax bill is coming up. Girl. Um, yeah, so I won't be spending any more any any other money in Balenciaga. It is a real, 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 real shame that this had to happen. But again, I feel like people get too big for their boots. People get too big for their boots and they f lose sight of right and wrong. They really be, do be losing sight of wrong and wrong, right and wrong, sorry. So yeah, the, the book, my book on fashion for Balenciaga has closed. And it's a shame because some of the designers there, they just make me look great. But the powers that be at the top and the agenda that I feel like is being pushed, whether on purpose or not, it doesn't matter, is vile and is disgusting. And that's not something that I would want to contribute towards or be associated with because it actually makes me feel physically sick. Like, leave the kids alone. Leave the kids alone. The CEO did put out an apology at which she said that they're working with charities to bring more attention, more awareness and provide resources for victims of um, child abuse, etc. Which is a start, but it's a start. It's not it's not it. It's not it's not done yet. And they yeah, they really just they really fucked up here. They really, really, really did fuck up here. Um, obviously, Kim Kardashian was then brought into like she's in like all of the campaigns um and she said oh i'm sorry i'm not i'm sorry she said i'm really disappointed by them she's waited a few days to respond and she's spoken with them to see how they can maneuver in the future um she hasn't said out and out you know i'm not going to work with them again and people have cussed her for that um but we'll see how this plays out who knows kim i'm not kim kardashian um What's that other one? What's that crazy? Kim. No. Lies. Kanye then went on another rant to say, Kim, leave Balenciaga alone. They don't love you. Leave Hulu alone. Come back to Jesus. 
wherever, whatever. He's in no place to be talking. Like, like I told you, Kanye West, last time, don't be running to no mic or to no woman. Run to a therapist, nigga, man. Cha. But yeah, me and Balenciaga, we are done now. We are done now. I'm done. We are not doing anything with Balenciaga anymore. Um, and I'll be looking to see where they go from here because hmm, the fire is underneath them, boy. And even now when I'm on Instagram, I'll be looking at people still posting the like pictures with, with Balenciaga, Balenciaga on. I'm like, ooh, like, that's risky business, honey. That's risky. But now, Balenciaga are very much cancelled over here. But like I said, I ain't got the money to be just burning up shit. So I'm going to put it in the closet for now. Maybe I'll sell it in like a hundred years. Not a hundred years, but hopefully sooner because that tax bill. Oh my God. But yes, in other news, Kiki Palmer is pregnant. I love Kiki. I do like her energy. She makes me laugh. She's a funny girl. She's extremely talented. Um... Sorry to this man and all that. She's jokes. I saw it in that Jordan Peele film. Um, no or nope. Nope. That was it. I didn't really like the film, but I loved her in it. She played herself. She made me laugh. She kept me going. Congratulations on the baby. I don't even know who the father is. She really be keeping her private life like that. Private. And I enjoy that about her as well. But congratulations on the picnic yell. Uh, what else did I want to talk about this here week? Do, 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 do. I'm loving it. Ah, so old singer from Danity Kane, uh, Aubrey, what's her second name? Aubrey, the blonde one, went on to, I think it was either a radio show or um, Aubrey O'Day went on to a radio show or like a online podcast. Something uh, basically said that, you know, people in the industry are getting ahead because of TikTok. She was like, people are fighting the national anthem and getting more relevance and more power and more streams than someone like myself. And then she mentioned like other like dope singers that we know because of things like TikTok. And, you know, back in their day, they had to sing in front of the likes of Diddy and people like that and had to get through the gatekeepers and really work and graft to them be in a position where they could, you know, shine and make make money make music and do what they were doing there was like like a a route of passage and now anyone like literally she said can fight the national anthem and be more relevant and how do we feel about that now i definitely did sense some bitterness from that i definitely did but at the same time i would be bitter too because like the girl or not she is talented and you know many of the stars that we grew up on didn't they didn't get it this easy so it must burn them and it doesn't burn me when i see people that have actually got real real talents especially in the music industry uh you know becoming overnight sensations and and i'm speaking for the people that literally have become overnight sensations that didn't really do much but are talented like as in didn't really do much before um, you know, on their craft, but are talented and they've got someone with it overnight. I'm not mad at that. And I'm definitely not mad at the people that, you know, appear to be overnight sensations from TikTok, but have been out here gigging in the studio, writing, doing whatever they want to do with their craft to make it better and then get famous. However, we never know. We, we can never really see the difference between those two different kind of people. And it is crazy and it must be frustrating to see someone jump into your lane or even in a different lane and just surpass you from nonsense on TikTok. And you've been out here hustling and hustling and aren't as relevant, aren't trending, aren't getting the streams, aren't whatever. So I completely get it. But at the same time, we live in a completely different world now, sis. Like we live in a completely different world where things, where this shit is normal. This shit is normal now and it's actually not normal to do, you know, do things the way they were done before. And in, in, to a certain extent, we can't expect times to always stay the same. It's definitely about keeping up, Aubrey. It's definitely about keeping up. Um, get yourself. I mean, I'm telling her to get herself on TikTok, but me, I'm even trying to get on TikTok. And it's it's hard. It's hard. But we gotta keep up growth. That's what the girls are doing these days, and that's what's the that's what's in, and that's what the thing is. Is either snooze or lose. 
But um, I definitely do get her frustrations and it must be so hard, especially if she's getting invited to like award ceremonies. Can you imagine going to an award ceremony where you would always feel pri privileged to be there, be around people that have, you know, like I said, worked to get there. And now you're getting invited and you're next to people that just did TikTok and now here they are on the same red carpet as you. It must be mad. It must be. Wow. It really must be something. Uh, in other news, I would like to give a shout out to Tamara Lawrence. She is an actress. She's been on the podcast before, a few years back for one of our Christmas specials. And Letitia Wright. Now, they both won the best joint lead performance at the Beefers this year for um, Silent Twins, a film that they did together. I've not seen this yet. I am so excited to see it. Like, ah, I'm so excited. Um, they both look stunning at the beefers. Uh, Tamara, your outfit is just, ah, the orange, the orange, the, 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 the furry um, shoulder padded out blazer. You look cutie. But I just want to give a big congratulations to you two on that win. And Tamara, I'm so proud of you, girl. She's so, she's such a baby girl. Go back and listen to the episode with her. Like, she's so calm and like you know cute and kind of pure coy but she's a bad bitch she is a bad bitch so good make sure to follow her on instagram up um it's tamara lawrence literally take t-a-m-a-r-a-l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e and then obviously letitia right everyone knows letitia right but girl tamara lawrence uh, is the only way is up for you baby the only way is up and a huge congratulations on this win. I'm so excited for you and your future. And I can't wait to watch the Silent Twins grow. Uh, what else has been popping? So for all of the people that say, oh my God, slavery was so long ago. Like, let's just move on. Like, oh my days, oh, move on. Like, no, like it's nothing to do with us. Ha. Ha ha. Barbados had the right idea. So Barbados have actually, the government of Barbados have actually started to not only investigate, but uh, demand for, for uh, reparations. Uh, a MP by the name of Richard Drax, a Dorset MP, um, has a piece of land to this day in Barbados, which, is a, which was a plantation which had over 100 slaves. Many, uh, a slave would have lost their lives on that plantation. Um, his family also were said to have a minimum of two slave uh, ships uh, to which they would have used to go back and forth to Africa to steal human beings, capture them, enslave them, make them work their lands in Barbados. Apparently his family bought another plantation in Jamaica, but we're not talking about that one Um this one in particular in Barbados, the government uh, f were made aware of it as he and his family didn't, as it's still, it's still there and it's still running, not running like that girl, but you know, it's still there and um, he hasn't filed it on any of his tax returns. Uh, so they are not only investigating that for the terms of tax, but they're also demanding reparations for, you know, when his family moved to, uh, or entered uh, Barbados, they weren't as wealthy, wealthy as they are now. Now they are filthy rich to this day. Um, so they're asking for not only reparations, but that the home be made into, I think it was, um, let me find out here. I don't want to quote this, quote this wrong. Made into a, a museum. Part of it will be made into a, they quote unquote say Afrocentric museum. Part of it is to be used as uh, housing for low-income families. And then in the working of this and in the transition uh, from it just being their land to um, housing and the museum, etc., uh, Mr. Drax's estate will pay for some of the work. Uh, they're in talks with him currently and getting the monies and turning it into just instead of his little cute holiday home, but into what I said it would be before. Um, and the Barbadian government um, have said that if these, you know, if these terms aren't agreed to, that they are going to take legal action. Um, 
they've also, the Barbadian government have said that he and his family are not the only people that they're going to be coming for. But the royal family, <laughs> the royal family are on their horizon as well as other um as well as well as other uh, families that were involved that are still, you know, alive and kicking today. Um, I'm excited for this. And I'm really, I'm, I'm going to really try and keep an eye out on this story because the amount of people that say, oh my God, it was so long ago, like you need to move on. That piece of land is still there. It is still, he's still benefiting from this land. He's still enjoying this. Whilst all the people that were killed were forced to work for free on these lands, what they got. And we need to remember, it was only a few years ago, don't quote me on this, but I think it was 2014, that, you know, us UK taxpayers were still using our tax money to pay off slave owners from back in the day when they got their reparations. So all of you, man, that don't want to say, oh, reparations, that's asking too much. Oh, well, we were just paying off yours. We were just paying off yours. Make it make sense. This MP, I need to see what, what, how he responds to this. Because this will be telling. And I feel like this is really only the beginning. Like, slavery wasn't that long ago. But it was a couple hundred years ago, yeah? We are now only really and truly finding our voices over the last, like, few years, I think, as black people. And the fact that this is the first person that has been confronted once all the other colonies, yeah, the old colonies, once all of them and even countries in Africa, once they start to clock onto this and it becomes a pattern. Wow. Wow. You think that this, the cost of living is bad now? Wait until these countries start really demanding the things. I'm excited, to be honest. In other news, uh, Nigeria has decided to stop teaching English in primary schools and instead they will be focusing focusing on uh, the local dialects. Again, I'm really here for it because when we really deep it, why are we teaching? Why are we teaching our children in our countries in primary school to learn English? Because I know for certain in the in the um, generic state school in the UK in primary school, we ain't learning no French. We're not le learning any Igbo. We're not learning any Hausa. They're not teaching tree. Yeah, they're not speaking. They're not even teaching a, a, a little Spanish. They're not none. No, is they're raised from the get go to be, you know, on the front foot to be elite to be superior. And like you don't need to learn these other languages. Maybe when you get to year seven or year ten, if you want. Whereas the ideology and the thought process behind education in other countries, like I've lived in Spain before, you get taught English from at the, be at the beginning in primary school. Yeah. And in Nigeria, I didn't know this. I've, I've, I wasn't raised in Nigeria, but obviously reading this, that's the same mentality there. Learn English. But why? From so young. Why? I get it at year seven and year 10. If you want to pick it up, cool. But I feel like in these schools, in these different countries, especially countries that were previously, you know, colonized or where slavery happened, where white people decided to go and do a beehive bedlam over there and rape, steal, thievery, pillage, stealing land, stealing humans, taking lives, all of that shit. In those kind of countries, why are we still th saying to, you know, young children, oh, you should learn their language, that tongue? For what reason, bruv? For what? For, for, for why? Immediately is thinking, oh, this is a necessity. You need to have this. No, it's not. Why is it? Why? Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Again, Nigeria, you know, a few... I is it a few months ago, maybe last year, they decided not to employ any, um, I think it was for either models or I can't remember what it was specifically. They said, we're not hiring people that aren't from Nigeria for X, Y, and Z. Loved it. Loved that energy. As wayward as Nigeria can be. And again, the waywardisms definitely a birth from great fucking Britain coming in and again, fucking shit up and then leaving. No. No, 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 no. We do not need to be learning English. 
I love that. I think more countries should do this. I think more countries should stop teaching English. More people should start stop hiring people from outside and keep it within so we can really cultivate wealth within our own countries. And um, more countries should start asking, you know, directly DMing, sending out letters to people's addresses that have been involved in the slave trade and demanding their things. Only last week or two weeks ago, uh, England returned sculptures to Nigeria. Finally, I spoke about that on the podcast years ago, years ago. And only now are things being returned to their rightful place. We're in a real shift right now. And I'm really here for it. We're in a real, real shift. Ah, God is good. But yeah, that is it for Miles Measures this week. Oh, wow. Uh, just a quick reminder, just a quick reminder while we're in the show, uh, if you are enjoying this podcast and you like, you like how it makes you feel and all of those things there, please do, uh, leave a review and rate us on wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. And remember, if there is someone you want to give Melanin and Magnificence to, if there's someone you want to give the belt to, hell, if there's a question you have, or if you just want me to discuss a certain topic, please do let me know by contacting Get The Belt at contact at getthebeltpod.com or go to the Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do the TikTok ting, girl. Um, and yeah, ask us a question there or send in any kind of information Um to those 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 places obviously i do like the inbox on the email because it's all in one place and i'd have to go check in here there and everywhere but i know how it gets so yeah do so i'm also thinking i might i went live the other day and had people ask questions if you want to send in a voice note you can't be bothered to type because sometimes it bees like that do so as well just go on to get the belt that should be at get the belt yeah Go in the DMs and just send a voice note and I will uh, play that on the episode uh, when recording in the studio and answer questions. Or if you just want to speak and give someone the belt, do so. If you want to give someone Melanin Magnificence, do so. But obviously I feel like voice notes are 60 seconds on the uh, Instagram voice noting, but that's also really beneficial because I can't have voice notes for five minutes. It's, it's too much. It's too much. But yeah, let's get on with the show. It is now time for Get the Belt. I kind of have... Hmm, I have two belts to give, but really I want to make this episode, episode nice and short. Right. Okay. So earlier on in the week... I was minding my mixed race business, scrolling through Instagram, doing what I normally do. And I saw this one uh, porn artist by the name of Sean Zevran post a little something uh, and I got to reading it. it. It was a little post of a screenshot of one of his tweets. He says, <clears throat> monogamous gays are just mad because the heteronormative ideas of love and romance with which they've been inculcated with by Hollywood and literally and literary works of antiquity are fading from popularity. If you still want that, fine, but don't come for us, bitch. Go be miserable in private. Right, Sean. Now, with as fine as you are, babes, with as fine as you are and as round as that ass is, and as long as that dick is, I was with you, girl. I was with you until until you called us bitches and got to the go miserable, go be miserable in private part. Was not here for it. I commented on this uh, four days ago when it was posted. And then ended up having a bit of a back and forth with one of my followers, who I'm not going to name because I can't be bothered, um, who responded to me. I, I would read out, you know, what was said to me, but my comments have been deleted and I was um, I was made an, a non-follower. I was he, The guy that posted this, Sean Zeran, got like deleted my follow and deleted all my posts, my um comments but i basically said i really agree with this message no one should be judging you know how other people live um however you had me up until you started shading you know the 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 monogamous people in the room like 
you ain't got to do that. So this one follower is now like, yeah. But the thing is, unfortunately, out in the gay community, people who even entertain the idea of an open relationship get judged. I was like, okay, well, cool. Like, I never once in my comments said, like, negated from that or tried to, you know, say that that was not valid. What I did say was, it, I agree. No one should be judging, motherfuckers. But it's, in you now uh, cussing out the people that aren't, like, that love the way you do, is, re is reductive. And now it's kind of made everything else you say be a bit invalid. Like, not here for it. My guy then goes, ah, oh, well, that was it. Because I was like, oh, as soon as he threw, threw shade at the monogamous people, that's that that was that was poor or whatever. He was like, "Have you listened to your podcast? You shade everyone." I said, "Yes, my G. Yes, my G. I've listened to my own podcast, but also, bruv, I don't just shade anyone and every anyone and anyone. Yeah, it, and definitely not just because people don't wanna, you know, live the way I live. If I'm shading people, it's the racists. Like fucking last week when I was cussing out um Susan Hussey. It's the fucking uh." misogynistic cunts it's the homophobes it's people causing harm more time to others when i shade i don't just say because you don't agree bruv i shade because you're moving mad and you're impacting people the majority of the time people in my community just because you're poorly educated or you're just a dickhead those are the people that i cuss so yeah he was like, oh, well, it's, I just find it funny how it's the, um, it's the blank profiles on Grindr that want to message me and ask for a hookup, even though they're in monogamous relationships. And then went and proceeded with the gall and audacity to put the eye faces, not the eye face, but the eye emoji. Now me, I laughed at that. I said, you know what? Yes, because long gone are my grinder days. I just want to let that be known. Yeah, my, I'm no longer on grinder. <laughs> and that doesn't make me bigger or better than anyone, but yeah, it's just not, it's not meant for me anymore. Anyway, I have spoken about this on many occasions on my Instagram, on this here podcast, that the faces profile pics ain't the one. Like, it, they're not the one. Because not only, like, I, when I first went on to Grindr, mine was all faceless pics. Because that's the, what I knew. I went on the app. And that's what was about. I thought, this is how it goes down. But with time and embarrassment, I learned that that's not the gag for me. Because you be speaking to motherfuckers. They are, like, into it. And then they show you their, you show them um, your face. And they might be like, I actually, not for me. I've been on the receiving end of that. And I've most definitely been on the other end where it's been me going okay face pick face pick to the point where my name on there was face pics only because it'd be i'd be seeing the biceps and that all oh, looks cute but then when you show me your face and you'd be looking like the hunchback of notre dame to me i don't want it honey that's not my type yeah anyways i'm losing uh i'm losing my way shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to justin timberlake losing my way so i've been like yeah fuck them motherfuckers they're on some next shit but i said what i said I will always cuss up either side, be it the monogamous motherfuckers or the open relationship motherfuckers. I will always cuss at either one of them if they're shading the other because it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Everyone should be allowed to love and feel special in how they love without feeling the need to say to the other, go and be miserable in private. Who is who the fuck is saying I'm miserable? Who the fuck is saying that you're miserable? There was just no fucking need. And I didn't appreciate the eye comments, the, the eye eyes insinuating things like, like say it was me that was doing up faceless, let's go and meet for a, 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 a whatever. Are you done, bruv? That's never been me. And so I just laughed it off and said, ha, 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 fuck the faceless, whatever. And then, you know, said either side could get it from me. He was like, oh, OK, well, make welcome to the most favoured club. I said, which club, bruv? Which club have I joined? Which one? Where did you see my application? Where did you see my application for any motherfucking club? I'm in my own club. I don't need to be in no in your club, that club. No, thank you. So I did not appreciate that one. And I just said to him, that was a great talk. Peace out. 
before I start really moving mad on here. Obviously, it was mad enough for this here, Sean Zevran, to have me unfollow him and delete all the comments. I think it was because I was speaking facts and made him look like an idiot, but we move. But I didn't appreciate that post, for one. If I'm talking, like, specifically about the belts that I'm giving this week, it is on that post that is saying, you know, monogamous people are going to be miserable in private. Bruv. I say again, that kind of energy is giving homophobic energy. That same energy of just because you don't like it or it's not something that you do or that you that that you're born with. That's not how you love because you don't get it. You want to now hate on the gays like the straight people that exhibit homophobia and perpetuate homophobia. This is the same kind of energy, fam. So you now with all of your like the guy that posted this, he does up lots of like speaking out about against against homophobia and that. You're doing exactly the same thing as the straight people that don't get why you want to dick up your ass, why you don't want Sean, why they don't understand you want um, uh, Raheem Shabazz's dick up your ass, even though you take it really well. They be like, why you want to dick up your ass? Why you want to suck on a dick? Why do you want to top someone? No, no, no. Be with a woman. Be with a woman. I'd go and be miserable in private. Like, what? no. You're giving the same fucking energy that the the, the straight homophobic people are given by you can by you telling monogamous gays to go and be miserable in private how do you know they're miserable fam stop projecting stop projecting yes you might have had a couple of dickheads say or oh, whatever they've said that's made you write this wayward tweet um and uh, and and be like this Fair enough. Some dickheads might have said that to you. Tell them to go to, to go suck out or whatever. But don't go and say that all of the fucking monogamous gays are at home being miserable. How do you know this, fam? How do you know this? I know many are monogamous gay couples that are very happy. Very happy. And I also know many gay motherfuckers in open relationships that are also very happy. The two can exist and be fine, regardless of it being a, a, a heteronormative. If we really want to get into everything we know is heteronormative, everything that everything that we know has been documented as being heteronormative to the point where one could even argue that being gay is a heteronormative thing because they all were DL when they was all fucking back in the day. Back when you think about the Roman times when they was all in their towels and they and they and they cloths, men's was fucking on men's babes. And that was a that was technically a heteronormative thing. If you really want to go down that route. Yeah. So my belt goes to that post for the divisiveness of that, because that had that get that that started with a good message, but it went it went into the trenches, honey. It went to the shit. It went to the fucking shit. So that my belt goes to that post. My belt goes to uh the, the follower. That came for me in a in a in a really unsolicited, unneeded, unrequited way. Like it was like, whoa! Why were you drawing for me like that? It goes to you, sir. I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. You quoted my podcast, so you probably listen to this now. Um, and yeah, just the just the vibe of that whole thing. The vibe of that whole thing was, I didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy. And as a monogamous and a proud monogamous member of the lgbtq lmnp alphabet zoo i'm proud yeah i'm proud to be uh monogamous i find it special that's what makes me feel special with the person that i'm with but it doesn't mean i've got an i go and knock anyone that wants to do up open relationship never say never but i don't see that working for me and there's nothing wrong with that in the same way you guys don't want to swallow one dick for the rest of your life you might want to swallow 3, 10, 15, whatever. That works for you. Whatever makes you happy, great. Whatever makes me happy or whoever else, great. Ain't no need to shade each other, okay? So that is my belt this week. We've come to another end. We've come to the end of the road, guys. We've come to the end of the road. I really did try to make this one shorter um, just because 
I can't be talking and talking and talking because I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got things to do. I've got to sing tomorrow and all these things. Um, but it's been a, it's been a cute little episode. Like I said, next week I'll hopefully have a special guest for you guys. I will put that out on the Get the Boat Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, whoever. Um, if it is who I think it is, you're all in for a treat. Uh, she's a baby girl. Um, you'll know her from radio and presenting and things like that. Uh, but we're just um, we're in the process of like sorting out an actual date uh, for the recording, so that would be fun. Um, but yes, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Like I said earlier on, if you like the podcast, please do uh, leave a review and rate the show. When listening, if you're listening from like Spotify, please do share to your stories. Word of mouth really do help, Gora. It really do help. Um, and yeah, share and let a friend let a friend know about this little here podcast recorded by Mars Heart. Uh, you have been listening to me. Uh, this is the home of melanin and magnificence and the kingdom of belts, where any motherfucker can get it, even if you're one of my motherfucking followers, bitch. I don't give a fuck. You will get the belt too. Coming for me about joining a club. Anyway, my name is Mars Heart, and you have been listening to Get the Belt. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.